Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Welcome to another exciting chapter or session of Naturopathy Today. I'm your co-host, Michael, and my bud, Steve Langford, is our other co-host. Good morning, Steve. How are you doing? Good morning, Michael. I'm doing well, maybe better than I deserve, but I'm happy to be here today. Well, we all deserve to be happy, so uh, whatever you can get works. It's fabulous. Yeah. Last week, we talked about um, some stuff, (laughs) like we do every (laughs) and uh, we talked about Actually, uh, an email that I got, and I got another one this week. I think I talked last week about the mom or the grandmom or mom who sent in a thing about uh, WWE wrestler taking the teen boys and feeling better. And I guess that spurned another grandmom or a mom who sent in a thing about a child on Adderall, and he had lost up to 50 pounds. Wow young kid and the doctor explicitly told the mom no vitamins isn't that amazing (laughs) it you know after all these years it hardly surprises me anymore still disconcerting because that advice is out there and these are doctors that we trust it's just appalling and amazing at the same time it demonstrates a prejudice and a, there was another word I was looking for, but prejudice works. And a bias. A bias. Thank you. And it is so dominant in our society today on every single level, whether it's gender or color or religion or whatever, you know, politics, whatever, there's a bias and it really is if you're not for me, you're against me, which actually is in the Bible as a teaching. <laughs> Jesus has said that. And then I love the one in Revelations, be hot or be cold, lukewarm, I'll spit you out. So people have to make up their minds as to what kind of a path they're going to take. Anyway, I got another email. So about this kid on Adderall. So the mother disregarding the doctor's poor advice put him on the teen boys, the child, not only did he gain weight, he is doing much, much better than before. You know, last week we covered about the immune system and how essential it is in terms of slowing down the aging process, as well as preventing the foundation of disease being built. So this morning I woke up with this thought about a memory of reading years ago about the amount of chemicals in the umbilical cord of children. You remember that, Steve? I remember that story very well, Michael. And you know what else? And I think last week or the week before, and I think it actually even made news here in San Antonio about forever chemicals. Yes, made it here too. You know, and so do you know that there are 160 of them. Isn't that astounding? 160 forever chemicals. And and you might explain that 
to the listeners because maybe not everybody has heard that term, but it's certainly something that they should be familiar with. But what does that mean, forever chemicals? Well, basically, it means stuff that's in our air, water, land, bodies that cannot be broken down. And once they're there, well, in our bodies, they, they may not even be able to be gotten out because of the way the body works. You know, when the body brings in a chemical, what it seeks to do immediately is render it harmless. Liquid gas or solid so it can be expelled through the channels of, of elimination. However, what cannot be rendered harmless immediately is then stored in fat by the body. That's why when people do a, a pure water fast, and I don't know if you've ever done one, Steve, but if when people do a pure water fast by day three, they feel like death warmed over and some smell like death warmed over because on day three, you're now getting into what I call the stored energy. I've never seen a fat person, just a lot of stored energy, like what I have in my belly, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's there. <laughs> I'm not fat. I'm just saving it for later. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so before we get into the forever chemicals, and I do have a list and what they are, I wanted to go back to the uh, babies being born so that if grannies are listening or grandpops and moms are listening or, or hubbies are listening and your wife is pregnant, you got to clean up the diet. And here's why. What they found that the umbilical cord contains as many as 287 different chemicals, as well as the nutrients. So it's industrial chemicals, it's pollutants, it's pesticides. And this was you know, done first time 2004 and I think that's when I remember reading about it the first time. They did something again in 2014, another test. And then I have an article from 2015, which is not so long ago, where the researchers noted in their study that even though the placenta does indeed filter out most of the toxins in the bloodstream before it enters the fetus, it cannot get rid of all of them. It is not an impenetrable barrier against all toxic substances. So some are getting into the child. And this is one of the reasons why we're seeing children being born with deformities and diseases that manifest shortly there, including cancer. I mean, some children are born with cancer. And, you know, when we go back to the issue we talked about with cancer, we know that chemicals are one of the creations. So, you know, my advice to moms and grandpa, watch what you're feeding the kids. Change your, if you're pregnant, by all means, change your diet. Stop eating emotionally. Stop eating traditionally and culturally because you're not necessarily making a healthy child. It's a daunting issue and you know, scary, I'm sure, for many parents who pay attention to that. Fortunately, there are alternatives that people can employ, such as their diet. I don't know about for pregnant women, but certainly a lot of people do go through detox 
um, and fasting and do various things to try to eliminate some of those toxins in the body. But certainly knowing that it's so ubiquitous and how do you avoid it, that's very daunting in terms of what people can or should do. So I hope you've got some advice for us. <laughs> I do too. So going back to your original thing, what are the uh, forever chemicals? They are what they call, and I, you know, it's multiple syllables, which I'm not good at, uh, either perfluoroalkali substances, which are known as PFASs, or they're the polyfluoroalkali substances. And very small doses of these have been linked to cancer, reproductive and immune system harm, as well as other diseases. Fast food containers, and oh my God, the amount of fast food that people eat, uh, the wrappers on stuff, microwave popcorn bags, and you're nuking the stuff. And so this stuff is getting into the food. Pizza boxes, candy wrappers, and all of these things can leach. So that's some um, stain-resistant coatings on carpets, upholstery, other fabrics, care products, shampoo, dental floss, and cosmetics. Oh, no. <laughs> eye makeup, nail polish, cleaning products. So all of these things contain these forever chemicals. So um, drinking contaminated municipal water or private well water is another source of contamination. I don't, I think we may have discussed distilled water a long time ago, Steve. I think we mentioned it. And I think uh, if I remember correctly, it's one of your favorite types of water. Oh, my God. We've had a water distiller. In fact, I still have an old one sitting in the house. I have a newer one I bought a couple of years ago. We've been drinking distilled water since we could afford one, which was probably about 45 years ago. We bought our first one from Pure. Distilled water, in my opinion, and my lifestyle, is the best water in the world to drink because it does filter out everything, whereas some of the other, you know, reverse osmosis, Activated charcoal, I was trying to think. <laughs> Activated charcoal. You know, these are great filtron systems, filtration systems. And then they have micron filters, which are supposed to, you know, capture literally almost everything. Well, you know, man thinks that he is the greatest thing going. And we're not, you know. It's like somebody brought up a, a consumer who calls every now and then complaining about our antacid because we're not using the deglyceride licorice, mm -hmm. right? I'm sure you've had customers come into your store talking about the, you know, the different types of, you know, licorice root. Well, is sure. yours deglycerized? No, because I'm of the mindset that we use the whole natural herb the way that it was grown and created by God not taking something and man thinking, well, let's get the glycerin out of it and make it a better product. No, when man starts messing with stuff, including our waters, then I don't know the truth of their end product. So I try to avoid everything like that and do, that's why we eat organically. We drink distilled water. Um, I don't even use uh, natural deodorant. 
Well, maybe that's why people stay away from it. Anyway, well, <laughs> I thought it was my winning personality, but <laughs> but I so I use the uh, tie stone. Have you ever used the tie stone? We have been using that for I gotta think thirty five years now since they were first introduced, and mm. so we still use them. They're fabulous. And of course, I've dropped a couple of them and they do yes. very quickly. And, um, but yeah, so I, yeah, I love them and it's fabulous. Anyway, so water is one source of contamination, uh, contaminated soil or dust, food grown or raised near places that use it or make them. So we're, we're in trouble. You really need to think organically. You really need to clean up your diet on every single level. And maybe, you know, instead of having pizza delivered, go and eat it at the restaurant. Anyway. Well, what I was thinking about, Michael, as you read off that list, it seems like there are foods that have maybe an oily or a greasy component that would leak through paper or regular cardboard. So I think it's treated for food service. So um, I would be surprised if it was in your shipping boxes. I think it's, and I don't know, I'm just off the top of my head thinking it's to protect against the, the oils in foods that would tend to leak through paper and cardboard that they're coating it or including it in the manufacturers to, to reduce that. And oftentimes I think that's how we get these chemicals is it is to make it easier for the food producers not to make a better product, but to make their foods last longer, ship better. All of those things are marketing concerns, and they're definitely not nutritional concerns. So it's just a, another thing that we need to look out for. Absolutely, because the Fast Death Association, I mean, uh, the FDA really doesn't look <laughs> out for our welfare. They really don't. No. Out of the 287 chemicals that we talked about earlier, 180 of those chemicals are known to cause cancer in humans or animals. 217 of them are toxic to the brain and nervous system. And fortunately, only 208 cause birth defects or abnormal development. So it's not too bad. <laughs> it could have been worse. It could have been all 287. So Well, <laughs> that that's looking on the bright side. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those guys. My cup is, what is it, half full or half? I don't know which. Uh, those <laughs> kinds of things confuse me. It's half full of what I, I'm not sure what. <laughs> yeah. Well, with mine, it's distilled water with maybe some chamomile tea or hibiscus or lemon, something good. So, well, you know, it just points out that this is a journey of discovery for people. And little by little, we have to learn of these things so that we can make better choices. And hopefully these better choices will lead us to better outcomes. It's, it's one of those interesting paradoxes. You know, we can't try to be healthy 
and try to ignore health at the same time. We have to choose a path. And so we can't compare how we would be if we did pay attention to how we would be if we didn't. So it just seems prudent that we should make choices to improve our circumstances and through our choices, hopefully reap some of the benefits over time of what we're trying to do. And in this case, reduce these chemicals. How do you reduce them? Well, avoiding them is the first step. Amen. Absolutely. You know, you also bring up something, and I don't know if I've mentioned this before, maybe it was in our private conversation. When I was a kid, at the age of five, I contracted polio, which is a virus, and uh, it damages the muscle. I did not know it also damages the nerves. Needless to say, I, you know, I I got better. <laughs> there was it was a process because I was on crutches and braces, wheelchair. It was a process. And for the next 65 years of my life, I was in great shape. And then when I hit 70, my leg started to give out. So today I walk with a cane. And even with the cane, my leg will sometimes give out. And the reason I bring this up is because people don't realize that what they may have done to themselves 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago is going to have a ramification at some point in their life. You know, if you've eaten the American junk food diet and you don't make the effort to clean out your body, you know, and I'm sure, Steve, that you, like me, have done different types of cleanses and fast throughout your life. You know, we've done, uh, you name it, I've done the diet and I've done the cleanse. And I think everyone would benefit from them doing the same thing to try to really get the body into a place of clean health. You know, the body holds on to stuff. So the best thing you can do is start today do a cleanse. You know, I've got a real nice product, the ultimate detox and cleanse. And not that I talk about my products, but it really is a thorough cleansing product because it takes care of the intestinal tract. And it's not a laxative, which most of them are, but this really supports your ongoing detoxification system. It cleans out the blood, supports detoxification, cleans out the liver, and it goes after where the toxins are stored in the fat. Anyway, that's actually well, you, you raised a couple questions, if I may, um, in my mind, you, you t talked about your history, you know, the fact that you had polio and that for, you know, 60 plus years, it was not apparent to you. Would you think, and I probably know the answer to this, but I'll ask you, do you feel that your lifestyle, your diet, your cleansing, all of the things that you've done over all of these years likely reduced the severity and maybe even the timing of the onset that you're experiencing now? I've often felt that, you know, Good living doesn't necessarily take all of this away, but it gives us the best chance to do better for longer. And I'm wondering how you feel about your history and where you got to at this point, if you think that your lifestyle was a significant factor in that. Without a doubt. 
Absolutely, without a doubt. And the other way that I'll clarify it is that having said that I'm 70, I think that because of my diet, lifestyle, and consciousness, because I'm a firm believer that the mind, well, let me rephrase that. I know that the mind controls the brain and the brain controls the body. So because of my diet, my lifestyle, my attitude, I consider myself to be a casual person. You know, I don't get crazy about the stuff. You know, what is that thing? Uh, give me the wisdom to know the things that I can't change and not get bent out of shape about them. <laughs> sure. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. That's my rendition. <laughs> and to be able to deal with life with, you know, I, from the work that I've done from a spiritual consciousness point of view, and I try to tell this to students and my classes and in all of my books, develop personal power and quiet strength, because you don't need to brag and say how strong you are. You know, it's not like I'm a bodybuilder and going, you know, you don't need to do that. You just need to know who you are, live a healthy, clean life, eat clean, think clean, you're in good shape. So yes, long story short, I think my lifestyle has helped me be as vital as I am for my immature age of 70 plus this or that years. <laughs> and we'll let it go at that, Steve. All right. <laughs> Next week, we'll get into minerals and their value and importance. I think we've given the folks enough about what to avoid and some you know, um, places to begin in terms of if they're thinking about getting pregnant, start cleaning up your body early wherever your family is at, all of you can eat better, do better, think better, and get on that narrow path that leads to the within, where the kingdom lies, not out where man tells you. That's all I've got to say for today. Well, I have one comment to, to sum this up for me, Michael. And a lot of people wonder where do I find out about these things? And I just want to give um, a shout out to the Environmental Working Group, EWG, and suggest that our listeners should go there because they do this interesting public service where they talk about the dirty dozen, the foods that have the most chemicals and sprays and pesticides and all of that. And then they also have a list called the Clean 15. So when people are looking to make a choice, I can't afford everything, what should I focus on? I have used this list to say, choose which things to really pay attention to. So if you know what their dirty dozen is, you know that you need to be looking for those foods in their organic form. And conversely, the Clean 15, if you can't afford everything organic, these are the ones that tend to be safest in the conventional marketplace. And so I wanted to just throw that out there so that people can go away from this interview and have a resource that can help them learn these things about their food and make better choices. Fabulous. Hope that's okay. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you brought that up. So until next week, y'all, take care, be well, God bless, and uh, eat better, think better, turn off the TV, turn off the news, <laughs> read something positive. Anyway, Steve, there it is. 
That's my two cents. Thank you, Michael. It was worth every penny. <laughs> Appreciate that. I'll take care. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, folks. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels. <laughs> <laughs>